I'm Claire Fallon. And I'm Emma Gray. And this is Love to See It, an obsessively detailed recap podcast about The Bachelor and other pop culture that makes us laugh, cry, and curse the patriarchy. We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast that is still about Bachelor in Paradise and finding summer love on the beach. Even though we're well into October, I'm wearing a cardigan, still thinking about those moments in Sayulita. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to take myself back to summer, to beaches. And look, there are just still so many storylines and scandals from the past season that we are desperate to know more about. So we definitely wanted to chat with one of the women at the center of some of the juiciest moments of the season, model, icon, Chelsea Vaughn. Chelsea was on, of course, Matt's season of The Bachelor. When she arrived on the beach, she quickly, as you may all remember, got caught up in something of a love triangle, perhaps we might even say a love tripod with Aaron Clancy and some of the other guys on the beach. So today we're joined by Chelsea, who is fresh or somewhat fresh off the beaches of paradise. Chelsea, welcome back to the pod. We're so happy this worked out. Thank you so much for having me, guys. <laughs> I'm wearing long sleeves today, but um, <laughs> it does still feel like summer was not that long ago. <laughs> right. I know we're deep in that transitional weather, like New York thing, which we get for right. two, three weeks two and weeks? then like straight, yeah. into, straight into winter. <laughs> Right. <laughs> better better to look back at summer than to think of winter right now. Exactly. Let's keep it positive. <laughs> so we haven't talked to you, Chelsea, since Matt's season was coming to a close. So much has happened since then. How have you been? <laughs> I've been good. You know, I'm still in New York. I have been here for a little over six years now, but a lot of my friends from that season moved to New York since the show. So that's been fun. We've all just been hanging out, going out, you know, enjoying the events and just enjoying each other's company. And then, you know, ended up in Mexico somehow on the beach. <laughs> somehow. Um, yeah. Somehow, somehow ended just up in Mexico. Stumbled, stumbled into Sayulita. No borders <laughs> had to be crossed. It was very serendipitous. But Honestly, what what made you decide to go on Paradise? Like, was that an easy decision for you? Or did you have any pause about going on? Yeah, I think the last time I spoke to you guys, you had asked me, would you be down to go on Paradise? And I probably said no, because at the time, I was just really overwhelmed by everything that happened when my season was airing. There was just obviously a lot of controversy and drama with Matt and Rachel and with Chris Harrison and with all of all of us putting out a statement kind of against the franchise. So yeah, I really was not planning on going to be honest, but I spoke to some producers and I thought about it and I did realize that my presence just being on the show did affect and help a lot of people like the representation matters. Um, and I did believe like based on what some of the producers had told me and some changes that they told me they had made that, Paradise would be better as far as diversity goes. Um, so in the end, I decided to take the leap, go to Mexico. Um, and also, I was still single and looking for my person. So I wanted to go and see if he was on the beach. <laughs> of course. I mean, looking back, like once you got there and after your experience, do you feel like the producer's had the right thing in mind when they convinced you to go? Or did you feel like, oh, I kind of wish I hadn't gone? <laughs> uh, a bit of a loaded question, just looking back. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to say I wish I hadn't gone just because it was an experience in my life. And I don't, you know, I'm not a person that likes to regret anything or take back any experiences. Like, I've been wondering what I was missing out on. Um, now I know I didn't really miss out on anything, but, <laughs> um, 
I, I think I would have wondered. So I don't regret going. Yeah, yeah. at least you know. Um, and a lot of the women from your season were at the center of a lot of a lot of the action. And, you know, some of the action was drama and maybe unpleasant for everyone involved. And some of it was these beautiful love stories. But I think we need to to get your take on some of what happened in Paradise yeah. with your buddies. It's definitely time. Um, or we'll sort of walk through big moment by big moment. First, we do need to get your take on the whole Brendan and Piper situation, because obviously their relationship and questions about it and how that was dealt with with Natasha was really at the center of like the entire middle of the season. What was your feeling about that? Like, had you seen the two of them together pre-Paradise? Did you have an understanding of what their relationship was going into filming? Yeah. Um, I I am friends with Piper, so I did know that they had seen each other because I had been at some of the places where they'd seen each other. Like she mentioned, they both mentioned that they'd hung out in group settings in New York. And like I was at those group settings. And so like, so were Abigail and Noah, like a bunch of us, all of us that live here. Um, so I had met Brendan one time at one party that we were all at. Um, but I think at the end of the day, like they shouldn't have come. Like, I don't think they should have gone to paradise. And I don't think that like I wasn't there. So I showed up to the beach, like after Piper got there, like a few, a few days after. Um, and I, like I said, am friends with Piper. So I had spoken to her about how I was going to paradise. And when I had left and been in quarantine, like as far as I knew, she wasn't coming. So when I got there and saw her, I was shocked. <laughs> like, I genuinely was like, what the hell? <laughs> um, so, and people are like, oh, aren't you friends with Piper? I'm like, yeah. And I dead ass did not know she was coming. Like, I was just as shocked as everybody else because I think she made that decision like way after the fact. But yeah, so I also came after, like when I got there, Brendan and Piper were pretty much like hanging out all the time. And I had no idea what had happened with Natasha. So I kind of just like got bits and pieces and hearsay. I wasn't there to see how Brendan and Natasha interacted. So then after I watched it on TV, like that was the first time I saw it. And I was like, it was the first time I saw it when everyone else saw it. And I I was shocked by like the things I was seeing too. Like, I think what Brendan did was messed up. And I think a lot of the the things he said were messed up. I have a little bit more empathy for Piper just because she didn't know what she was walking into. But she definitely did still participate in like the downfall of Natasha pretty much and not downfall because we know now she's thriving, (laughs) but yeah, it was just, it was just a terrible situation all around. And I think it could have all been avoided if they had just not come. Yeah. The way that it ended up playing out, Natasha seems like she's, She's doing okay, but there definitely was a point when it seemed a little bit like Brendan and Piper were maybe kicking her when she was down a little bit. And that was, that was tough to watch. Um, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I'm sure for, yeah, for everyone on the beach, but especially since you weren't even there for the first part of this whole drama, it must have been wild to see it unfold. No, no, I was not there. I didn't know like the extent of everything that happened. So when I watched it, I was like, holy shit. Um, Yeah, it was it it was bad. (laughs) Um, And I've told Piper this like a lot of people are like, oh, my God, you're friends with Piper. And I'm like, yeah, I'm friends with Piper. We have a relationship from before this show, like before Paradise. And I'm not just going to drop my friends when they're in hot water. But I also just don't like these are two grown adults that make their own decisions. Like I don't make decisions for my friends. I'm still going to be friends with people, even if sometimes their decisions are not something that I would do. (laughs) And I'm also friends with Natasha. Like I've hung out with her multiple times and um like we've yeah we're we're friends and before paradise so i'm friends with both people so yeah it's just it was just an interesting thing to watch unfold but no that makes sense it's it's super messy and i think 
honestly, like the mark of a strong friendship is being able to call out your friends when that needs to happen. Not necessarily right. say I'm ending this friendship, but you know, I think you're allowed to criticize your friends and still, still value right. those relationships. If that's really your friend, you should feel comfortable being like, Hey, this was messed up. And like exactly. everything I'm saying right now, I've said to Piper. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not a I, We were going to ask like, are obviously I assume you're still in touch with Piper now like how has she been doing um as far as you know like what's the status of her relationship with Brendan yeah have you seen I mean, him no I haven't seen him um but they are still together um and I mean she hasn't been doing great like <laughs> obviously it's a really hard thing to go through and to watch and um, they've kind of just been handling it privately and like on their own, just trying to work through it, but it hasn't been the easiest time for her. And, you know, she didn't really watch, she watched maybe one of the episodes back, but she didn't watch, like she wasn't sitting there watching paradise. Like she didn't, she was just trying to deal with everything that was going on and she was kind of getting it from all angles. Um, so yeah, she's just been trying to focus on herself and, you know, she's still working full time and focusing on her mental health and yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine I would put myself through watching after, after the way things ended on the beach. Um, right. With, but you still have to kind of go through it because everyone else is watching and um, yeah, that must be a really tough situation. Yeah. But we should talk, we should talk about, about your situation on the beach because <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot to dig into um, yeah. during your, relatively brief stint on the beach um <laughs> you were entangled in in a lot of action so let's go yes. through your paradise journey a little bit um mm -hmm. i'm curious to start with like going into paradise were there any specific guys that you were interested in and did you ever get a chance to connect with any of those guys who are like on your list um i mean to be honest like i said i've met couple well a bunch of guys pretty much from Clarentatious season because a lot of them came to New York and like we all met them like I just said but I hadn't met anybody from Katie's season and that season was airing while we were in paradise so like I hadn't even seen it so I was most interested in like okay I would like to see some new guys like I want to see some guys from Katie's season <laughs> um and then when I got there the people that I had on my list were not the people that were there. <laughs> Who was on your like, list? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, fine. I'll give you one. <laughs> Andrew. I wanted to see Andrew S there. Um, oh, but yeah. I didn't realize how far he had made it. Like I obviously hadn't right. seen the season at all. It was still airing. Right. Oh, that's so, so funny. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Andrew's cute. And I was literally going off of like, the cast list and the cast photos, which are terrible. <laughs> so it was just like... Yeah, Chelsea, we like to refer to those as like the terrible LinkedIn photos. Oh my of... God, they're so bad. <laughs> they're so bad. Yeah, so I was going off cast photos and I really didn't have anything else to go off of. Um, but when I got there, and it's funny because I said this to Aaron on our one-on-one, -on -one, I had seen Aaron's picture and like didn't think anything of it. Like I was just like... <laughs> Okay, keep scrolling. And then when I got there in person, I was like, oh my God, he's so hot. <laughs> see, this is the problem with dating apps. You see a photo and you're like, swipe left. And then in person. That's true. Yeah. Although most people would pick a more flattering photo. I don't think Aaron would ever pick that photo of himself. <laughs> yeah. It was not good. That's probably true. He's no, actually Aaron, extremely Aaron's handsome. very attractive in person. Um, yeah, so... When I got to the beach, I was like, okay, well, I don't know most of these people. Because um, I entered in at that VIP party, which was interesting. But yeah, so I had seen Aaron there, Thomas there. Thomas, I like didn't notice him on the list either. He's extremely attractive also. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then who else? James. So he was in a box. So he didn't have a cast photo. So I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> right. Right. That's right. <laughs> That's yeah, so, so those were the guys at the party that were, like, somewhat available. Everyone else, because it was halfway through when I got there, everyone else was already pretty coupled. Right, so you sort of had, like, a limited set of right. options. Right, um, I had a few options, yeah. 
So why did you ultimately arrive in paradise and give your date card to Aaron? When you walked down from like what the interaction you'd had at the VIP party where you're like, I'm probably going to give my date card to Aaron or were you still sort of ready to feel things out? No, I actually was thinking I was going to give it to James because they didn't really show any of our interactions at the party because there was just so much drama going on. But like I spoke to James the most at the party. Like I hung out with him almost the whole time and he was so cool. Like so friendly, so good to chat to, like genuinely interested in getting to know me. Um, So then when I came down the next day at the beach, I wanted to talk to Aaron because I didn't talk to him at the party. So like that was kind of my decision-making process because I was like, oh, I spoke to James a lot. So I want to have more time with Aaron. So that's why I asked Aaron on the date. That's so interesting. So did you end up ever like pursuing James in any way or like trying to spend more time with him? No, I mean, James and Aaron are besties, as we all know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So when I got back from my date with Aaron, it was kind of like we had a really great date. Like it they didn't show much of it, but we had a really great time. And we actually, I felt like we had a connection genuinely. Um, so it was kind of like, I wasn't going to go, ch- like, I wasn't really trying to be in a love triangle at that point. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> right. But, Sometimes the love yeah. triangle chooses you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was kind of into Aaron after our one-on-one. And then I just stuck with that. But then Damar arrived and Damar yes. invited you on a date. And we really yes. didn't see much of your interaction. I feel no. like they focused more on Natasha and Ed. They what did. was that date like? Did you feel like you guys clicked? Were you interested? Or were you coming away from that still very much like, all right, well, I'm focused on Aaron? I wasn't dead set on Aaron at that point. Like, I was excited to see Damar come in. And I was excited that he asked me on the date. Um, like, I had briefly met Damar one time in New York, but like not really ever had a full conversation with him. But I just, like, from what I knew about him, I was like, oh, he always has, like, such great energy. Like, he's so fun to be around. Like, I know if we go on a date, it's definitely not going to be, like, awkward or uncomfortable or anything. Um, So, yeah, we had a great time. Like, we painted. We, like, had some deep combo. We had some champagne. Like, they didn't show any of it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And when we got back, there was a storm. And so we didn't get to hang out as much as I would have liked to. Like, I think if I had had more time with Damar um, without the storm, then I might have been more, like, torn between him and Aaron. But I think I just had more time with Aaron. And then, like, that's where I was comfortable giving my rose at that point. Oh, that's really interesting. I feel like because of the there are just so many threads on Paradise, it's sometimes sort of hard to track the timeline. But that makes sense. Your time, your flow with Damar was sort of just interrupted by... A natural Mother disaster. Nature. Yeah. <laughs> Mother Nature was like, no. Literally. No, Chelsea. <laughs> at, at what point did your involvement ultimately end with Damar? Did you like ever have a conversation about it? Because we really, it's like we saw you go on the date. We saw a little right. bit of you on the date. And then we basically like never saw you talk to Damar again. Yeah. They, <laughs> they were focused on, um, well, the drama with Ivan got in the way. So like, yes, I did speak to Damar again. At that same cocktail party. Um, you didn't just like ghost him. You were like, yeah, goodbye, no, we will just, never speak again. <laughs> come back from the storm and I'm like, later. No, um, we we did talk again, but it got overshadowed by the Ivan Aaron situation. Um, as you reference, like the big drama ended up being between Aaron and Ivan. So we have to talk about all, all of it. Uh, I mean, what we all saw is that Ivan approached you and said, I'd like to talk to you one-on-one. And you guys chatted and uh, made out a little bit. (laughs) And and on Nick's podcast, Ivan uh, essentially said that before he pulled you for the conversation, he had heard from several of, of your friends, including like Abigail, he referenced specifically, that you were interested in him, wanted to talk to him. And also that before he pulled you, he saw you at the bar with Damar and you had asked him, why haven't we ever talked one-on-one? So does that sound like familiar to you uh, or is like something that could have gone down uh, before he ended up grabbing you to talk? 
to be completely honest, I do not remember. <laughs> I do not remember exactly what was said. There was a lot going on that day, but it's not like completely off base. Like I'm not Ivan. I knew Ivan before Paradise. Like, which is why when we sat down, I was like, "Yeah, we're homies," mm. <laughs> because, and I wasn't like saying that to like, like I said, to like friends on him immediately, but like. I, I knew him and like I have hung out with him a couple times. So that's why I was like, yeah, I haven't talked to you. Like I've never talked to you in a romantic way at all. And so that's why, I, again, when we sat down, I was like, so have you ever like had a single thought about me? Or are you just trying to get a rose? Like I meant like, have you ever thought about me in a romantic way? Are you only talking to me today to try to get a rose? Um, but I, I mean... I was open to all options that day. I clearly, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> it was my first time like at a rose ceremony where I had the power and I had the rose. So I was like, yeah, I want to talk to everyone. Like I talked to Damar, I talked to Aaron, I talked to Ivan, like I talked to everyone. So yeah, I was, I was open to talking to him. Clearly I was open to making out with him. Clearly. <laughs> um, right. Does so, it yeah. seem, does it seem possible to you that that your friends might have had reason to tell Ivan that you would be interested in in exploring something I mean yeah they could have I I like I said they knew I was open to talking to everyone yeah um right and and I they knew was Ivan like, was single right and they knew yeah and they knew Ivan was like oh big sad boy summer like I'm going home today <laughs> um yeah so like yeah yeah, I mean, they definitely could have said that to him. And they yeah. like I was joking around all day that day about being the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> like legit. It, I was like, I have the rose this week. I'm gonna be the bachelorette. I wanna talk to everyone. Like you were I literally having your said, paradise experience. Like, I this was. was your moment. <laughs> right. I got there late and I was like, this is my moment. I have a rose. I'm going to talk to everyone today and apparently kiss everyone today. And that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, make so, yeah, the most my friends of it. Were, my friends probably were like, Chelsea's down to talk to whoever yeah. today. Go talk to her. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, yeah. he, he did say, he was like, I had said to the, gr- the whole group at the beginning of the cocktail party that like, I thought there was really no one who was interested in me who was left and I was probably just going to go home. And so, yeah, they're like, oh, well, Chelsea's entertaining everyone. Like, just, right. you know, she's... <laughs> She's entertaining all the possibilities, you know, don't Pretty shut much. things down. <laughs> but like, I still don't think that changes the fact regardless that like, he, he told me straight up, like, I never told them that I, that you pulled me. I said that I think, you know, that you had an interest and then like run the clip back. And he literally, that's what he said to people. Like, that's what he straight up said to Aaron okay. and everybody else. So this is so interesting, Chelsea. Ivan was trying to clarify this on on the vile files. Okay. And he was basically saying that there was like that a lot of this fight ended up centering on semantics almost. And that what he said was Chelsea wanted to talk to me. And that that was then interpreted as Chelsea pulled me. I literally don't know exactly what he what came out of his mouth, but I do know like when when I went to talk to him after I spoke to Aaron, he was like, no, I didn't say that. And then I was like, Ivan, literally everyone on this beach just told me that that's what you said. And he was like, no, I think that they just understood it as that because I said you had an interest in me. But that's not what he said. That's not what he said. It's interesting to me that I do think that when you say to the group, Chelsea wanted to talk to me, that that is a stronger a stronger way of putting it than Chelsea had an interest. It is something that can easily be read as Chelsea asked to talk to me, whereas Chelsea had an interest to me is how he put it to you. Um, Yeah, but the thing that he he, said... To you, he was was not going to put it in those strong terms because you know that he didn't, that you didn't pull him. Right, but what he said to Aaron was, what am I supposed to say when she asked to talk to me? Yeah, he is definitely at minimum. At minimum, he was framing things very strongly toward Chelsea initiated this. Right. So that was the difference. He's like, what am I supposed to say when she asked to talk to me? And then Riley's like, 
he just said Chelsea asked to talk to him. And Aaron's right. like, okay, well, then you say, yeah, right. but that's just, it just, it, that just wasn't what happened. Yeah. The conversation <laughs> yeah, very quickly drifted into <laughs> right. Ivan kind of affirming the idea that you actively that sought him, him out. Right, right. Yeah. And another thing that Ivan said during this podcast, because obviously we only, you know, saw clips of your conversation with Ivan before this right. drama started. And Ivan told Nick that during that conversation, you said to him, I really want to see what it's like to kiss you. And that's why he initiated a kiss. Um, (laughs) Is that true? I don't know, again, exactly (laughs) what I said. I had a lot of glasses of champagne. You can see them in my hand in the clip. But I definitely said something along those lines. I'm not going to Okay. Um, Yeah, I definitely mentioned something about kissing and then we kissed. Like, that's a fact. Um, And... (laughs) <laughs> like I said, I was I was on I was on the Bachelorette uh, mode that day. Um, but Aaron, I did feel bad because like when I when I first was at the bar and Ivan asked to talk to me, Aaron wasn't there. Like he wasn't on the beach, so I was right. like, okay, cool. I had no plans of like talking to Ivan or kissing Ivan in front of Aaron, and I again wasn't there yet when the whole Tammy thing happened with Aaron. And so, like, I didn't know he was completely traumatized by that whole thing. Um, And I did feel bad about that because, like, I never would have purposely done that right in front of Aaron's face. Like, I did not do that on purpose. Although, in the interest of being fair, Aaron did make out with Serena C. right in front of Tammy. So, you know, (laughs) it's paradise, baby. People are making out. That's true. A lot of making out in front of each other. It's unintentional. Yeah. Um, it's a small, it's a small beach area. Look, when we have those, those day beds aren't that far from each other. They okay? really aren't. They really aren't. And meanwhile, when Aaron then called Ivan down to the beach to to fight, you seem to be nowhere in sight. Were what were you doing at that point? Were you taping interviews or something? I was. I was in an interview right after I spoke to Ivan. So I had no idea what was going down. And when I came back down, clearly everyone's like, oh, there's Chelsea. Chelsea, this is what happened. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I feel like, yeah, you like come back down. They're like, like, let's pull Aaron for interviews when we want Chelsea and Ivan to have a chance to talk. And now we need Ivan and Aaron to have a chance to fight. So we're going to pull Chelsea. I feel like I was like, oh, poor Chelsea. She's like walking down, like all fresh faced and like, what a beautiful day in paradise where I'm the bachelorette. And suddenly everyone's like, men are coming to blows over you. Yeah, I was not prepared for that at all. What did everyone tell you once you got back to the beach? Like, how was this all relayed to you? I mean, it was Marissa and um, Becca, I think, and Natasha were at the table and they were like, girl. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? And they're like, Ivan and Aaron are fighting. Like, I didn't, they they basically were like, they're, they almost just got in a fist fight. Um, and Natasha was like, yeah, I didn't realize that you asked Ivan to talk. And I was like, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's where the whole thing, he said, she said, he said, the whole thing took off. Oh my God. But then I was like, well, where are they? Like, I want to talk to them after this fight. So then that's when I talked to Aaron and then to Ivan. When you watched the fight back later on TV, was there anything about it that surprised you based on what you'd heard? Or was there anything that (laughs) alarmed you seeing all the kind of physical threats and the intensity of it? (laughs) I mean, Aaron had pretty much given me a play-by-play. Like, he didn't hold anything back. He was like, I definitely came in hot. He was like, I was aggressive. He's like, I called him names. He was like, I, yeah. And he apologized for it to, to Ivan when he was there. Like, he was like, yeah, I came in a little hot. Like, I'm I'm, I'm aggressive. Like, I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. Um, so he told me, he's like, I called him this. I called him that. I called him this. So, like, when I watched it back... It didn't, it didn't surprise me. He told me all the names <laughs> that he had used. Um, yeah. Uh, did anything else surprise me about that? No. I mean, it's a, that's pretty much how I thought it went down. Yeah, it was, you got it the was, rundown. 
Yeah, I had gotten the rundown by everyone on that beach about what happened. Um, Aaron was like, I did uh, say I would snap Ivan like a twig, just FYI. You're going to see that. <laughs> it was quite funny to watch back. But like in the end, like when I'm watching it, I was just kind of like, Ugh, like this is not attractive to me. Like you think, I guess in theory, like, oh my God, two guys fighting over you. That's so fun and sexy like it's not it's not cute it's not fun like it was just like them basically measuring dick sizes like I was like nobody even cares about me like nobody's fighting over me they're just like fighting to fight like it was just annoying yeah (laughs) Yeah. I mean no I think that that was certainly how it came off uh for us like as viewers watching it it was just like what the hell is going on? This is so... It really isn't cute. It really isn't attractive. And meanwhile, you have, like, Damar over there just quietly staying uninvolved. (laughs) I'm like, nobody even cared about me or what I was doing. And, like, poor Damar's like, hey, I liked you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He went on... He went on clickbait. And he was like, I was genuinely in paradise for Chelsea. Like, like, oh, poor Damar. Have you guys (laughs) chatted at all post-filming? Yeah, I've I've talked to him. <laughs> We're good. Okay. <laughs> he forgives me for not giving him a rose. <laughs> He's got to understand it's a crazy environment. Yes, there was a lot yeah. going on. The storm, you know, it just it was the a storm, tough time for him to come in. The five glasses of champagne, like it's just it's a lot. You know? <laughs> I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more from Chelsea, including her thoughts on Ivan and Alexa's secret rendezvous, his dramatic exit, and of course, Aaron pursuing Tia during prom. Can you keep up? I like love it. And we're back. So... After after this all kind of died down and it's time for the rose ceremony, there's another Ivan bomb that drops um, yeah. that he had snuck out of his room to meet up with Alexa. Were you surprised by this? Did any of you have like any inkling aside from Noah, I guess, that <laughs> that Ivan had been like up to shenanigans? Um, no, I think it's funny the way that they ended the episode. It made it seem like Ivan and I had done something in the hotel room. <laughs> and everyone was asking me, like, what happened in the hotel, Chelsea? And I'm like, uh, I still don't know the answer to that. <laughs> You're like, I was asleep. Like, I, I do not know. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, please exclude um, yeah. me from this narrative. Right. So when we were at the rose ceremony and Wells pulled Ivan, all of us were genuinely confused. Like, I was like, I have no idea what he possibly could have done. We were at the hotel for a day. Like, I don't know what could have gone down but like let's see i guess um but i haven't had made it clear like to several people on the beach before i got there that he was excited to see alexa like he was like alexa's the girl i wanted to see here in paradise um so then when he came back up and told us that it wasn't super shocking to me i was like oh i mean the one thing i was wondering was like how did he figure out how did he find her hotel room um but other than that i was like oh okay I mean, yeah. All right. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. But like, I think, like I said, in my, in like one of my interviews, I think, like, I don't think Ivan came down to the beach that day looking, like looking to go after me to cause a fight and to like try to get my rose to stay for Alexa. I think that he just saw an opportunity come up and he was like, okay, maybe I could get Chelsea's rose and stay here for Alexa tomorrow. Like, right. I don't it think was it not was some, it not wasn't some premeditated. Plan. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> premeditated because he did come down and was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go home. Like, I don't, I'm going home with this rose ceremony. And then the whole thing with me happened. That wasn't planned on either one of our parts. And then he probably was just like, okay, well, maybe I could get this rose. And then, uh, I mean, I think he was going, planning to keep the Alexa thing under wraps. Like, if Wells hadn't called him out, I don't think he would have ever brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So do I think when Ivan was like, oh my God, if I, you know, if you gave me a rose, I wasn't going to accept it, that that was true. Absolutely not. I think Uh he would have taken it. I think he would have dropped me like a hot potato for Alexa if she came in the next day. (laughs) But 
I don't necessarily think Aaron's any better because he took my rose and dropped me like a hot potato too. (laughs) Oh man, obviously we are going to talk all about that. And I am interested that you think Ivan would have kept the rose because that's another thing that that Ivan said on Nick's podcast. He was like, I had already decided to go home and I had said goodbye to all the men before the rose ceremony. But I did appreciate it. Until you're standing there and someone's like, we accept this rose, like, I think he would have said yes. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I love if it. I had, it, it's yeah. easy to it's easy to say you wouldn't accept it when you've never been totally. given the opportunity, right? But you know, the next day after you gave your rose to Aaron, did you guys did you feel like you were a thing at this point? Like, did you talk before prom? Did you like talk at all about you know how settled your relationship was? Yeah. So, yeah. So before um, the love triangle, whatever, Ivan, all that happened, before that, I didn't really ever feel like Aaron and I were like a thing. Like we were never as strong as the other strong couples. Like, yeah, he was the only one I had interest in and I was the only one he had interest in at the time. And we had a really great date that we both liked. But like, it wasn't like we were making out all day or all over each other or whatever. Like it was very chill, which is why I didn't feel like it was an issue to explore my options that day and like make out with Ivan. Like, because we weren't like officially anything, right? So then after that cocktail party, after all that drama went down, after like I told him, like listened to his side of the story and like comforted him and stuck up for him and told him like, and went up to tell Ivan, like, this isn't what happened and all this stuff, gave him my rose I felt like we turned a corner after that rose ceremony. Like it was like, okay, now we're like kind of more of a thing. And like before prom, we were like getting dressed and he's like, oh, this is what I'm wearing. If you want to match me tonight, like we were kissing and I was just like, okay, this is like different than it was before a little bit. And so then we get to prom and we're like, slow dancing like everyone's in a couple besides Tia like you saw that at the beginning of the episode when she was just like off by herself like I was with Aaron at this point and then as it happened and like I don't think I've ever said this about anything on this show but like as you saw it happen at the prom that is exactly how it happened (laughs) like out of nowhere out of no and I'm literally literally standing next to Tia when it happens like I'm dancing with Tia because I'm like oh poor Tia she's all sad and alone oh my god and I'm dancing with Tia and he pulls her to chat and I was just like what is happening like it just really caught me off guard so he Um, hadn't given you like any indication that he was interested in Tia no we were slow dancing like 10 minutes before this and then he ended up, like, giving Tia, like, a corsage. Like, where was he yes. keeping a corsage, like, <laughs> the whole time that he was, like, with you at prom? I'm so confused. <laughs> just holding on to it. No, um, yeah, I, it was just out of nowhere to me. Um, <laughs> and then they had their whole little high school makeout sesh, whatever you want to call it. And then they come back in, and I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> Um, yeah. And like, I would have even accepted a conversation right when he came back in. Like, if he had immediately come and talked to me, I would have been like, okay. But he didn't, like, he didn't speak to me. So I was just like, okay, I guess we're done. And I didn't even get told that we were done. But okay. Did he ever talk to you about it? I ended up like towards the end of the night going up and talking to him, but they didn't show it. But yeah, I think a lot of people, like a lot of people have been calling me a hypocrite because they're like, dude, you just made out with Ivan right in front of him. Like him making out with Tia is the exact same thing. At least he didn't do it right in front of your face. And my, <laughs> what? my issue, yeah, yes, a lot of people have said that to me. But my <laughs> issue is with the conversation. Like I wasn't mad that he made out with Tia. I really wasn't. Cause I was like, how could I be mad? I just made out with Ivan. Like, <laughs> right. it's paradise. We all make out. Like, it's fine. But I just felt like, and Aaron's always like, he's a, he's always saying like, oh, I'm such a straight up person. Like, if I'm feeling some type of way, like, I always will come to you. I'll always tell you. I'll always be honest with you. 
So he'd been telling that to me for like a while. So I'm like, okay, Aaron's a straight up person. Like if there's ever an issue, he's going to tell me. But that's why it caught me so off guard. Cause I was just like, oh, he didn't even tell me. Like if he had just told me like, hey, um, you and I are like, you know, I don't know, up in the air still. Like I kind of want to see what's up with Tia. I would have been like, oh, okay. Like I appreciate you telling me. I would not have been happy about it because like I did like him, but I at least would have like had a heads up. Like that was my thing. Right, you that would have felt respected like, and acknowledged. Right. That, that was I, the res- a respect thing for me totally because I yeah. was just like, I felt disrespected in that moment because I was like, other people know what's going on and you didn't even tell me and I'm supposed to be like the one that you're like talking to. Um, so it was just like a disrespect thing for me totally. Right, it feels almost similar to what we saw happen with Jasenia and Chris, which is another situation that like could have been softened by a pointed conversation and we just see these men like kind of try to like avoid that but you're all trapped in one small room so yeah if he had (laughs) just given me like a heads up like not heads up I'm gonna make out with Tia but like clearly he chose to pursue Tia and so he knew that beforehand and he could have given me a heads up I didn't choose to pursue Ivan like Ivan pulled me and I couldn't have given Aaron a heads up. Like, Hey, Ivan's about to pull me in chat and I'm going to make out with him. Like (laughs) I didn't go out of my way to like plan something for Ivan, sit down with him and then not tell Aaron. If I had done that, if I was like, you know what, I really want to go after Ivan and I'm going to make a plan and give him a boutonniere, then (laughs) I would have told Aaron first. Like, yeah. yeah. So that was, that was my only thing. It's very bizarre to, like, essentially be someone's date for an event and then to just (laughs) not talk to them for half of it and instead make out with someone else. Like, yeah, like, it's paradise, but you can still be a a human and have a certain level of communication and respect. Um, Right, and that's all I wanted. When you talked to Aaron about it, like, do you remember how that went? Like, what did he have to say for himself? He apologized and said, like, he didn't mean to be disrespectful because, you know, Aaron's all about, like, respect. Give me some respect. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So when I told him I felt disrespected, he said, sorry, he didn't mean to do that. But he basically was just like, you know, we aren't locked in anything. You just kissed Ivan. And I was like, okay, well, now it sounds like you did this for revenge. (laughs) 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 Like, I... Like I said, I felt like, and maybe he didn't feel like after the rose ceremony that we turned a corner, but like it felt a little bit different to me after that, after I'd given him my rose. Um, Maybe to him it didn't, but to me it did. So that's why I was just like, okay, I thought at least, even as a friend, like as a friend that you have respect for, I thought at least you would tell me, but yeah. Yeah, That that makes a lot of sense. And did you ever have a conversation with Tia once Aaron started pursuing her? Not really. Um, I didn't really have an issue with Tia because I was just like, well, what's she going to do? Like he, he, yes, she kissed him back. Just like, yes, I kissed Ivan back. But like he pursued her and she didn't see it coming. Like she kind of was just like, uh, I didn't see this coming. It came out of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, she Um, did seem genuinely confused when he pulled her. (laughs) Yeah, she wasn't expecting it either. Um, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't really have an issue with Tia. Um, yeah. But after prom, I was kind of like, well, that corsage might as well have been a rose because I'm going home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was brutal. And you had like just really strongly taken Aaron's side too, the night of the rose ceremony and like stuck up for him. And, um, Yeah. yeah, there did. I mean, listen, I've never spoken to Aaron. I didn't really love a lot of how he handled himself on the show. But it's interesting to me that he always, like, he goes, he has the conflict with the other guy. um, And then later the woman is just tossed, (laughs) like, dropped. (laughs) Right. He's like, anyway, now that that's over, uh, goodbye forever. Uh, We're not going to talk about it. Um, Yeah, Aaron is an emotional guy. He really is. (laughs) Like... He is. Yeah. And he knows that. And yeah, he just he just has to hone those in. But yeah, he's he's not a bad person at all. I think Aaron's cool. Like we've since talked, like we are good. I have no bad blood with anyone. I don't have bad blood with Ivan. I've talked to him. We've hugged it out. Like we're all good. That's good. Yeah. 
Just leave, leave all that shit on the beach. Yeah, like <laughs> in, in the end, it, right. It's been months now. Like, it doesn't matter. None of us are going to get married. Like, I'm not going to marry Aaron. I'm not going to marry Ivan. It's like, we'll never say it's, never, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's like at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. I think like, I think some emotions got brought up when they were both watching it back. Um, but to me, that's all water under the bridge. Right. We want to change tacks a little bit now and talk about some, you know, of the final kind of love stories that we saw, because a lot of them involved your friends. And specifically, I want to talk about first the breakup between Noah and Abigail before we get to the, you know, happy, ultimate happy ending. Because I think we, like, we always, Claire and I always love to see moments of friendship on the show. And so often there's just, like, so much going on that we don't really get a taste of that. But we did see a really, you know, sad but sweet friendship moment between you and Abigail when Noah and Abby broke up. Because I think you were one of the first people that she approached to talk to right after and, like, what was that moment like for you? Because you seemed genuinely shocked when she told yeah, you. I was. She, like, she hadn't been around for most of the prom. And obviously, I was dealing with my own drama. Um, <laughs> so she came up to me and I'm like, oh my God, hey, are you okay? Like, I hadn't seen her for an hour. And she was like, Noah and I are leaving. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, literally, the last thing I heard the day before was, Noah had said, oh, I told Abigail I was falling in love with her. Like, she didn't really respond. And I had obviously talked to Abby because Abby and I are, like, real-life friends. Like, I hang out with her every weekend in New York. It's not just, like, a paradise friendship. Like, that's my friend. So, and I'm friends with Noah, too. Um, And so, when she told me that, I was just, like, uh, right now? (laughs) Like, what is happening? I was, you saw my genuine shock. Um. I, I was not expecting it. I didn't know what had been happening when they spoke at prom. I knew they needed to talk. Um, but like from what I heard from Abby, like she was really into Noah and she's just like not the best at expressing her feelings. But she had said like, oh yeah, I think I'm falling in love with him too. Like I think I'm going to tell him. So I thought like they're going to have a conversation tonight. She's going to say it back. They're going to be all happy. And then she comes in and she's like, we're both leaving right now. <laughs> oh my God. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> So I was really sad because I felt like, oh my God, like my best friend here is leaving and she's leaving heartbroken. Like, cause I knew how much she cared about Noah. Um, yeah. But I honestly, I thought both of them were just scared. Like I really think both of them were just afraid to like fall in love with each other and to admit how they were feeling. So they both just kind of like backed away and messed it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I mean, it's, it's not messed yeah. up. But <laughs> yeah, thankfully they're so <laughs> they cute figured together. It yeah. And I mean, it's a really high pressure situation. Like everyone's getting encouraged to get engaged or um, or break up. And there have been rumors that Noah was sort of pressured by production to end things with Abigail if they weren't going to get engaged at the end of the show. And I'm curious if like if you think there's any truth to to those rumors. Hmm. I did not hear that, but I would not be surprised to hear that. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that is a, a good and diplomatic answer, Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. Can you give us any insight into Abby and Noah's relationship now? Because they seem very cute and happy together per Instagram. Yes, they are very cute and happy together. Um, yeah, I've hung out with them like in a group setting um since since paradise and they're i mean obviously i've only known abby since we met on Matt's season but like this is definitely the happiest i've ever seen her like she's so smitten they're adorable so lovely noah treats her like a queen like she deserves and i've told him he better or i'm coming (laughs) after him (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no they're really really cute like she was just there with him i think she's like in oregon now with her family but she was just with him for a good while for the finale and stuff but they're very cute and very in love and happy oh i love that yeah we also had a number of couples leave engaged um joe and serena mari and kenny Mm -hmm. riley and marissa um 
are you close with any of the other couples? Have you gotten to to continue to see their love in person? Oh, yeah. I actually went to Toronto um, a couple last weekend or Aww. two weekends ago. Um, and so I got to see Joe and Serena. Um, but yeah, I'm closest with Serena and Abby. And then Mari, yes, we're friends from um, from my season two. But I haven't really hung out with her too much post-show just because she doesn't live near here. But right. I love Mari and Kenny. Um, I didn't really get to know Kenny as well because by the time I got there, like they were very coupled. And like when everyone was really coupled, like they would just hang out by themselves and make out all day. And like, <laughs> I love that for them. <laughs> Um, but like I wasn't in a couple, so I kind of just hung out with Noah. Noah, I literally almost combined their names. <laughs> Nabigail. I just hung out with Nabigail because like that was my comfort zone. Cause like, obviously I'm very close with Abby and like love Noah. So I would just kind of third wheel it with them all the time. Um, and, but yeah, Serena and Joe, adorable. I got to see her ring and I got to, um, say hi to Joe. I love him too. And then Marissa and Riley, like, well, Marissa, I think, just moved here to New York. Yeah, I heard that she was moving. Yeah, so um, she reached out to me. So I'm like, oh my God, I definitely want to hang out with her. And like, I did get to know Marissa um, in Paradise. She's amazing. But again, I didn't get to know, like, I kind of, that's the one thing about getting there in the beginning. Like, I kind of wish I had gotten there with the original cast just because they were all so close and bonded already. Like, they were friends first and before everyone started coupling off. And then right. by the time I got there, it was like, nobody was really trying to make friends. It was just like, <laughs> okay, we're, they were in so deep into it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, I mean, I always think about that watching paradise. Like it seems really just like socially difficult to, to come in in the middle. Yeah. So I didn't get to like hang with the girls as much as I would have liked to, but I did like Marissa and I definitely now that she's in New York, want to hang out with her but i'm very happy for her and riley and i'm very happy to finally see a black couple love story yes. from the bachelor yes. franchise oh my gosh it only took so overdue it took forever <laughs> yeah. but yes yes so very happy for them yeah and they're so they're so sweet together i loved watching them fall in love and yeah they're really it, cute oh, i was listening to uh dr joe also on a podcast recently and he was also saying like the couples were just so into each other he was like can they just go somewhere else yeah. and hang out <laughs> and then the single people can hang out here and not have to think about how we wish we were making out with someone 24 right like that's kind of like the same boat i was in because like or dr joe and damar and ed they all came in at a tough spot too like the week after i came in um so yeah it was kind of like us and then, like, when Anna and McKenna came in, but, like, everybody else was just completely coupled. <laughs> oh, it's rough. Oh, my yeah. God. It's so rough. So now that now that Paradise is over, mm-hmm. how's, how's your date in life going now? <laughs> so far, it's non-existent just because I wasn't able to date, like, publicly until the finale. So it's only been, like, a week. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, um, fair enough. Fair point. Yes, I did get on Raya, so we'll see how that goes. Ooh. Um, yeah, but other than that, I don't know. I think I need to, like, hang out with my couple friends and their boyfriends and see if their boyfriends have friends. Like, <laughs> oh, always, That's people. always a good way to get a setup. You're like, I know that you at least have, like, a trusted connection to me. You're... A- I know, but now human. all of my friends' boyfriends were on The Bachelor, so their friends are Bachelor guys. <laughs> <laughs> the same guys that were in Paradise. Oh, that's true. You're like God. You're like, damn. I've already, I've already met all of these people and like, made out with half of them, and it's just we're not going to get married. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I need to hang out with like Bree and her boyfriend since he's like not part of Bachelor Nation or like somebody Wise. else. My other friends. And get some of their guy friends. Yeah. Because um, I don't know how else you meet men in this city. <laughs> if you Look, guys have any rough. tips, let me know. It's uh, I, I have no tips because I was very bad at it. Me too. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough. And I didn't really want to like get back on like, like, yes, I got on Raya, but I don't want to be on like Tinder and Hinge. Like, I don't know. It feels weird. So 
I guess I'm going to have to meet people the old fashioned way at a bar or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I met my husband uh, at a party through friends. So there you go. I guess I need to go to more parties. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a tough time to be trying to meet people at (laughs) holiday parties, which is where, where I met him. Yeah. Well, look, I met, I met my boyfriend. I met my boyfriend seven years prior in an airport and then didn't date. Yes, because we had a mutual friend and he was talking. It was his 2012. So he was talking on OkCupid at the time to another friend of mine. And and then seven years later, we like re-met. Wait, you met him randomly at the airport? Yes, because he went to college with a friend of mine that I was like with at the airport. It was in San San Juan. We were flying back to New York. And so was he. And at the time, he was talking to another friend of ours. So my friend was like, ah, oh, that's the Stanford guy that's, like, talking to Kate on OkCupid. And then, yeah, seven years later, we were like, oh, let's have a one-on-one conversation. So you never wow. know. You never know what random person you saw in passing will, like, come back around 10 years later. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I could have already met my husband in 2012. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, as a strategy, I don't recommend it. But, yeah, <laughs> <it's> a- <laughs> and uh, next up in Bachelor Nation, Michelle's season of The Bachelor yes. is about to premiere. Will you be watching? Absolutely. I have to support my girl, Michelle. I'm so happy for her. I'm so excited to see her guys. I looked at their terrible cast photos, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so did we. <laughs> um, some hotties in there. Um, yes. Yeah, but all that matters is that she found someone that she's happy. So I hope that for her, but I can't wait to watch it all and support her. I will be screaming from the rooftops and posting about her as much as I can every, every Monday night. (laughs) Oh, we're we're so excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited for her. And I will say a lot of her guys are hotter on Instagram. So if you're you're looking to do some digging, um, Get some, get, get some better eye candy. It's out there. I also heard that they're quite tall because Michelle is like maybe only an inch or two shorter than I am. So she's oh. like 5'10 or 5'11. Um, so they casted really tall guys for her. So I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I might I have to take at a least, peek. At least one of them was like 6'8. So I think <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, it's like a whole crop, just like her rejects will just be perfect for you. And I yes. saw a few of them live in New York. So I don't know. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. Go stalk those those Instagrams. I hope they all (laughs) slide in your DMs. You know, at an appropriate at an appropriate time after they're kicked (laughs) off Michelle's season. You know what? Nobody ever slides into my DMs. Like you would think people do, but like they don't. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Well, this is a public call for (laughs) tall, handsome men. To preferably in the New York City area, slide into Chelsea's DMs. Yes, the DMs okay. are officially open. Don't be creepy. <laughs> Don't be creepy, but just like slide on in there in a very gentleman-like way. Yeah. <laughs> slide respectfully. Yeah, respectfully. Slide respectfully. But like also with some like flair. Like I like a, I like a little <laughs> a creativity. I like a little joke. Like I like a yes. little wit. Humor is good. None of just like. Hey Chelsea, hey, how, are how you? was your day? How are yeah. you? No, no one wants that. Be no, original. I want something unique. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we love that for you, and we hope that uh, maybe you'll come back on the pod to talk about Michelle's season once you're, you know, you can talk about a show that you are not on, which is <laughs> kind of fun in its own in its own way. Yes, it is fun to watch <laughs> when you're not on it. <laughs> <laughs> More fun, even. Yes. Chelsea, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been so fun to hear all about your time on Paradise. And we wish you the best in your non-Paradise endeavors. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It was nice to be back. And that's it for this bonus episode of Love to See It with Emma and Claire. Love to See It is produced by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Tamika Weatherspoon. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv, and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Martirana is our executive producer. If you like the show, please rate us five stars and leave a review. And most importantly, tell all of your friends, including the ones who used to listen to us as here to make friends, help us get the word out about our new name. 
If you want to get in touch, you can email us at claranemapod at gmail.com with your questions and voice memos. We might even feature you in an upcoming mailbag. You can also find us on Twitter at Love to See It Pod and Instagram at Claire and Emma Pod. You can also find us on Substack at claireandemma.substack.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Emma Lady Rose. And I'm at Claire E. Fallon. We'll be back next week for Michelle's premiere. Stitcher.